ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Roman Regret Podcast. I am Andy Drake. Johanna Myers. Nate Tussie, and we drink and we know things. Today is Tuesday, October 18th. We are midway into spooky season. Uh, all the horror movies are coming out. So, uh, and we gave uh, we gave Nate the little uh, horror homework, uh, where assignment number one has been complete. So we will discuss. Um, and uh, yeah, we will uh, catch up on all of our favorite shows. So let's just jump right into it. Uh, horror corner, Joe. What do you got? So uh, Halloween ends came out and has been met with very, very mixed reviews. I have not had the pleasure of seeing it yet, <laughs> but I am hearing polarizing things. I was going to say, is it mixed reviews or is everybody shitting on it? Because I feel right. like that's what I've heard. There's a couple folks holding out of like, you know, it's not <laughs> that <laughs> bad. Yeah. The director. and <laughs> Right. Yeah. I, I feel like Oof. a lot of the, I, I mean, a lot of the people that just sort of wanted it for entertainment value are are defending it, but they're not defending it very strongly. Right. They're just like, this was a fun, you know, this this was a fun watch. But then, yeah, a lot of the, uh, yeah, it's been brutal, man. Uh, everything yeah. that I've seen has <laughs> just been, yeah, don't been watch like, I want those hours this. of my life back. <laughs> so I want to find, I got I wish I would have found mm. the, the meme where it's um, the... Star Wars sequels next to the Halloween and it's like matches up perfectly of like uh what is so it this Halloween is the last Jedi is what you're saying? Yeah, this is the last Jedi. Uh, <laughs> ew. Or no, this is uh uh no Halloween kills is the last Jedi. Halloween ends is uh the last one. Rise of, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. There you go. Rise of the Lycans. All right. Yes. So wait, you haven't seen the movie though. No, I haven't seen them yet. Okay. But you are taking uh reviews to heart. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, you know, the the Halloween franchise is not one that I'm like beholden to in any way. So right. um I'm I'd probably watch it and be like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I, Unlike Hellraiser, I... which is my lifeblood. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Ooh, yeah, I haven't I haven't sorry. watched any of the newer Halloween movies. I've seen all the old ones. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, anything made within the last uh, 15 years, I haven't seen. Yeah, I think the last <laughs> one I saw was Rob Zombie's first one. Okay. Oh, you know what? I lied then. I did see that one. And that it was, was enough. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, it was okay. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. may come as a shock to you guys. I don't remember the last one I've seen. I know I've seen, Ooh. I think I saw one where he fought Freddy, but that's Jason. That's Jason. J- yeah. yeah, that Freddy was, versus yeah. Jason. Wasn't there one in space? <laughs> uh, Jason in space. Jason as well. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Hmm. There was the Dream Warriors, Freddy. Fuck. <laughs> <No>. uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't, yeah. Yeah, you I got, got no Dukes. All I got right. no Dukes. That should be, actually, that should be a bonus. Uh, pick the best one, your favorite between the two of you guys of the Halloweens and I'll watch that too. I, yeah, you know what? I hmm. again to Joe's point, I don't know that I care enough nor I would I just say know. the first one. <laughs> like, right. No, absolutely. Start yeah, from the I beginning. I know I've seen the first one. That was forever okay. ago. So Yeah. Yeah, maybe not worth the time then. We'll uh yeah, we'll no. table that. There's 
there's better horror out there That's for you yeah. to pull your eyes out over. Um, right. And we've picked um, them. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we have. So, uh, and I don't know that, did we mention, we probably mentioned this on a pod, uh, mm. but we gave, and I don't know that we've actually given them the three. They have, uh, you haven't revealed those yet. Yeah. No. So, um, so yeah, so Joe and I conferred <laughs> mm. uh, uh, over a, a very quick, quick chat of what we should show you. And, uh, and uh, yeah, Joe, why don't you tell what we decided on? So we decided, obviously, Hellraiser. Right. The, 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 the updated. The yeah, updated, the updated one is number one. Yes. Uh, number two is, uh, since Nate is a nerd extraordinaire, uh, <laughs> we figured to show him Peter Jackson's shining master of cinema, <laughs> Dead Alive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you get a little... Uh, you get to see where Peter Jackson's roots came from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <Most> excellent. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, uh, Deadstream, because it's getting raving reviews, and I still haven't watched it yet, so we're oh, going to watch it together. <laughs> shame on you, yes. Uh, I, I, so I love I love Deadstream. I, I saw this on Shudder, and it is a, a sort of a, a take on a found footage thing. And I think I described this last time, so I don't need to get into it again. Yeah. I was going to say, let's not give anything away if I'm watching. It. Well, no, I mean, the, it's called Deadstream. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that could right. mean like an old river brook. <laughs> a haunted anyway. river. Uh, it's hunted with crawdads. <laughs> yeah. But I, this, this movie blends sort of the right amount of horror and fun that I, I think it's it's right up sort of Nate's alley. It's it's there's there's a good amount of scary, but there's also a good amount of fun in it. And it was so fun that I had to uh I I watched it again with Jamie. Uh mm-hmm. and I just I loved it more the second time I watched it. So nice. nice. Yeah. Right yeah, on. from the people that I the horror folks that I follow that are kind of their tastes are in line with mine. They're yeah. uh, raving about this, so I'm confident that I'm going to like it. And I yeah. think it's probably going to be a good palate cleanser for Nate after Dead Alive. <laughs> I think so. I think so as well. I think it's very good. So there is, yeah, there is a definite order. No, no. Hellraiser, which he's already watched, uh, yeah. Dead Alive to be second, and then we'll finish it off with Deadstream. And we will get those two reviews uh, on our next podcast. Yes. The, uh, yes. the post, post-Halloween uh what are, what number is that going to be? Ninety eight, I think so. Yeah, the road to one hundred. Yeah, we're almost there, folks. We're, yeah, we're almost there. The the, the hundred stream. To your butts. <laughs> so, why don't we go in to Nate's review hmm. of Hellraiser? Yeah. Um, All right, I'm clutching my box. <laughs> I was Jesus. Sorry, we're gonna have to grab that soundbite. Yeah. <laughs> For okay, the people honey, on the stream, he doesn't mean it. He doesn't mean it. it. <laughs> it's her Pandora's box. What is that thing supposed to be called? It's the lament configuration. Oh right, know the, this the, by now. It's the first yeah. configuration, and then somebody gets hit with like a spiky bit, and then it changes. He goes and all that gets stabby stabbed. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, I was disappointed. I. I I was hoping really? for like, yeah, I wanted, I was hoping for like turn away type gore and 
stuff. But of course, like the analytical part of me is just like, why is this teenager walking around in a fancy sex mansion with cut off (laughs) sleeve t-shirt and basketball shorts? Like, to which I replied for sex reasons, duh. Right. (laughs) I mean, is yeah, so weird. He's a sex worker. He's there to work for sex. I mean, they should have like then have an Uber drop him off and he walks up or something (laughs) because everyone else is, it's a black tie event. And then there's like the guy from fucking euphoria walking through with his cutoff t-shirt. Um, and then like, ooh, do I get a reward if I solve this puzzle? And they're like, I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I really wish that was George Takai playing that part. That would have been great. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't I feel like I should have taken more notes, but my my live stream was like, okay, I'm gonna watch Hellraiser now. Uh and then an hour later, what the fuck is this movie? Why is the kid in the muscle tee at the sex party? <laughs> and then Joe, uh, for sex reasons, <laughs> like, aha, needed the context. And then 20 more minutes later, guys, this movie is rough. <laughs> and then I went, oh, she's perky, though. So thanks for that. Because apparently the lead actress doesn't wear a bra the entire movie um, until the end. And then there's critters. And then what did I put in here? Limo van transform. Oh, right. When the limo, like. Wait, what is that from? Limo van transform. Was there a scene when, where they're oh they're in the van and it like stretches? The roommate gets gets right gets killed and, in the back of the van. Yeah, yeah. right, right, right. And then clean up on aisle four. Uh, <laughs> Which oh, one was that, that for? Um, I think it, you know, it was for all the blood in the back of the van. Oh, okay. the, oh right. Gets soaked with her blood. But then yeah. there's that one cenobite towards the end that like his arms split, and I was watching this with my neighbor. And so the Cenobite's two arms split into four, and he goes, General Kenobi. (laughs) (laughs) Hello there. Oh, I lost my shit. It was so good. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, it was a fun movie. We were drinking and kind of laughing at it. And like, ooh, there's a couple of those moments where you're like, oh, man, right in the nuts. Uh, But it was like, this is an MST three K candidate for me, I think. It, it's wow. like the, the character Ouch. design for the Cenobites was really cool. Like I loved yeah. them. They were okay, different. at least you said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was really that's cool shit. And I, I like the idea of the whole like uh backstory of the cube and like I want no, to know more about the lore and and all of that. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's really cool and kind of engaging. But like and the acting, the lead actress really acted the shit out of this. She was great. Um uh, there's a bunch of things where I was like, wait, her brother knows she's recovering and kicks her out. That would never happen. <laughs> I mean, right. Yeah. Maybe would happen, but probably not the way that w- would go down. But it's just a lot of those little things. And that's just me overanalyzing stuff. But it was fun. Uh, it wasn't a it was a horror movie. It wasn't what I was expecting. I was I was expecting like, oh, my God, I'm going to puke or I got to turn away and watch not watch this kind of stuff. So. Yeah, I don't know. I'd probably give it out of 10, like five side kittens for the horror right. aspects. I really liked, again, the design and the of the Cenobites. I really want to know why each of them is like that. Like, I want to know why they're specifically mutilated in that fashion. Like, is there a like a one for one something they did in the past that turns them into a specific thing? Or is it just like the randomness of the will of the the devil or whatever the fuck is the noodley appendage so that that is kind of interesting because in the now i'm kind of just like shit we should have made you watch at least one two and four 
Because right. um, it kind of gives a little bit more of a backstory in that where, mm. like, originally, they're just the way they are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, four kind of gives you a little bit, uh, three and four, actually, give that whole of, like, the way that they die kind of mm. makes them into what they are. Like, gotcha. There, there's the infamous CD Cenobite. Where like yeah. he was a DJ in life and then ended up with CDs in his head and we don't talk about that guy because he's horrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but wait, um, wait, he was a DJ. <laughs> a I funny. think that was I think that was it. Is it, it he was a right. DJ? There was um, something yeah. about like there was a reason he was like his head was basically CDs just going all over. Oh, his gotcha. Head. Okay, so I have yeah. to I have to interject here. What's a what's a DJ's favorite sauce? Marinara. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> and we're going <laughs> and we're moving on. Sorry, I couldn't let the DJ <laughs> oh, oh, okay, box come. open and get Nate. <laughs> get Nate for that. <laughs> oh jeez. I mean, it's a visual thing too. Just okay. And we're good. <laughs> and moving on. And go. Um, yeah. Um, but there, there's another um, in the fourth one. There's two brothers where they're twins and. Pinhead goes like, you know, I hear your fears. Don't separate me from my brother. And they get turned into put together. Put together. Yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah, I kind of, I honestly feel like we kind of did you a little disservice on this one. I, 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 same, same, same. I feel like I, I, I feel like we fell down a little bit and, uh, we might, we might need to offer some extra credit here. Mm, okay. Extra credit with one and two or something like that. No, 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 no. Uh, oh, I think we like, can. I want to give you the most vile thing in my no, arsenal. I, I want to give you something yeah, that. We're not going to throw you human centipede right now. No. <laughs> no. Vanilla no. Pierced. Vanilla Pierced. Yes. <laughs> because um, I did think of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'd have to hard out on that one. Oh, nope. <laughs> So no, two, two uh, rolls, know, one I, cup is off the table. Also, okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, no, uh, like I think if we wanted to do a little extra credit, we we should throw Terrifier in there. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. That sounds like it should be scary. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's yeah. That's more kind of what you were looking for, like right? Uh, yeah, expecting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Terrifying. So, if you want to do some extra credit, yeah, if you want to. Okay, I'm looking this up now. I mean, okay, I look it up as like, oh, Terrifier two. Uh, speaking of Terrifier two, is getting rave reviews too. Everybody is loving that movie, and I can't right. wait for it to hit a streaming service. Terrifier yeah. 2016. Okay, that was a good year. Yeah, um, and it's uh, it was it's free somewhere. Where was it, Joe? Where did you find it? Uh, where was it? That's okay. It we wasn't on Shutter because this was before my Shutter mm-hmm. kicked in. Um, uh, Amazon Prime Video. That's correct. Yes. Beauty. Okay, sounds good. All right. Um, uh, so with with that. Uh, Joe, what did you think of Hellraiser? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I should have ended with me. <laughs> uh, well, because I wanted to be able to... No, no you burst our bubble, Nate. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. you really did. <laughs> no, I I loved it. 
Um, If I were to nitpick, I could nitpick the hell out of this, but I'm not going to because um, this is what I've been waiting for for like 15, however many years. (laughs) Yeah. I've suffered through a lot of really, really, really (laughs) terrible Hellraiser movies. And I'm like, please just give me a good one. (laughs) And this was a good one. All yeah. little nitpicking aside, um, the Cenobites were great. The The storyline, even though they changed some things, they changed them for the betterment of the story, for its own, right. to be its own story. Yeah. So, like, the box, the whole, like, you have to go through each iteration of the box. That's new. That yeah. was never a thing. But right. I'm like... I'm good with it. It kind of makes it more interesting. Um, well, how did they do I'm it fine. before? How did you get to the different forms? You, there was never different. There was so there. There was just the box. So you open the box. Yeah. You get shocked. The walls come down. The Cenobites come and they come take you away. And you open the box because you want to. Um, yeah. If you the so pleasures of the flesh. Yeah, you're you're looking for extra. Either pleasure, pain, what have you. You're like you're not satisfied with this life. You want something more. So you okay. open the box looking for that. They come and tear you apart, and you're like, "Oh, this sucks. <laughs> this wasn't yeah. what I was looking for at all." Want, want, want. Like <laughs> worse, sad trombone music in the background. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the second movie brought in the the whole thing of so. Um, this so I'm gonna be bouncing around a little bit. That's okay. This, the new the new movie, the Voight character, Vought character, whatever his name mm-hmm. is, he's rep or he's kind of like in the second movie, Doctor Shenard. He's like looking. He yeah. knows how the box works. He's looking to um, get all the goodies without doing the work. So yeah. that's why he's getting the the sex. Uh, party dude to open it he's like you know trying to like he's finding all these people to do all the dirty work which this is the one problem i have with this movie is because in the second movie dr chenard did that he had a whole like mental institute and found the the girl that could do puzzles and was like oh give her the box she'll open the box they'll come and then i can reap the benefits and she gets the pain and all the shittiness yeah when they come, they're like, it's not hands that call us, it's desire. So they let the girl go because she didn't even know what she was doing. She was opening the puzzle box just like, oh, it's a puzzle. And I'm, right. you know, in a mental institution, I have issues. And I'm just phys- like making the puzzle work. And they went after him because he was like, your desire was what called us. It wasn't yeah. her opening the box. It was your want to have the box open. So, you know, that's like... For this movie, I'm like, eh, they're kind of, kind of swooping that under the rug or you know messing it yeah. up. But yeah, but I do actually like the iterations because there is an iteration of the box where it turns into the the Leviathan. I don't know what you call it. The when it looks like this. <laughs> oh right, the, yeah. the, the very the last configuration. Yeah, and it's the pointy yeah. part where we're like the pointy part. Gonna get, we're gonna stick somebody with that. Oh yeah. There yeah. Directly from to Shenard opens right. the box, it becomes the Leviathan, and Leviathan is the god of the Cenobite realm. Ah. Uh, 
And Leviathan is the pointy thing. Like, it's not a person. It's not a being. It's literally the pointy box thing. Oh, yeah, that comes down. Okay, that mm-hmm. makes sense. I so that always... scene in, in the new one is shot for shot, the one in two. Oh, is it? Cool. Yeah, that's, with that's the cool. labyrinth cool. below and the pointy thing and the clouds. Literally shot for shot. I'm like, hmm. yeah, perfect. Oh, so <laughs> stuff like that. Um, all the music is really reminiscent of the two first two movies. Yeah. And still, like just stuff like that. Watching it, I was like, my heart was like bursting. I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> God, you really should have let me go last. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm eating <laughs> your cereal. So, you know, no, it's fine. Like, I'm I'm good with it because this is like, that's the whole point is this movie is probably not for everybody. But right. I'm really stoked because I think it's for Hellraiser fans. So, yeah. Thank you. No, it- we really appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, no, I, Andy, I definitely go, got that vibe. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely got that vibe from it that it was a, it was a, definitely a love letter to the fans and not, and, and I think it, it's sort of represented here as well with someone new to the franchise not necessarily getting, you know, the 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 weight of everything where we've sort of hung on with all of those. And again, I I want to say I stopped watching after four. I didn't. I didn't watch any of the other of the other Hellraisers um, after that. But still, I you know having that having that sort of investment already with it, I really enjoyed this movie, and I thought it was again a a sort of a worthy reinterpretation of introducing us to this world. Um, Hulu has come out with a lot of uh, behind the scenes, uh, definitely uh, around the Cenobites, which has been. Uh, really cool just seeing them get into their makeup and and everything which is neat so if you have a, a chance check that out um they, they've been posting that on youtube as well but i saw um, some pictures where you know it's like the when they're on their break and it's like the set of bites and like you know like cloth or just like their right. like jackets and stuff and <laughs> yeah it's just funny yeah so uh uh, but no, I, I totally enjoyed it. I thought, I thought it was a really good watch and I, I, I thought it was really cool. So, uh, again, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was, it was well, well worthy of the Hellraiser name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, what else do you have for the horror corner, Joe? Uh, that's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I want to amend, uh, I, I want to throw a couple things here. Um, uh, Jamie and I watched a movie called Raven's Hollow. Uh, this last weekend, it is about a young Edgar Allan Poe as an army cadet uh, investigating a uh, a body that he found uh, on the road where he. Uh, so the, it's uh, late eighteen late eighteen hundreds, right? Uh, him and his army cadet buddies are riding through, and they come to a body that is like totally mangled, and uh, they take it to a nearby town called Raven's Hollow and a bunch of weird shit's going on over there. Um, this was a weird watch. And uh, like, I'm, I'm half tempted to have you watch it, Joe, just to see yeah. what you think about it. Because it's, it's one of those movies that's, that's weird while you're watching it. And you're like, wow, this could be really, really good. And, but then like at the end, you're just like, okay, did I like that? Or did I not hmm. like that movie? <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Right. And, well, it, so it was just, it was interesting. To, obviously, there's a lot of, um, uh, a, a lot of Easter eggs for Edgar Allan Poe's work in there. 
Um, and uh, but I just I, I thought it was uh, again, it was just one of those watches where you just like you don't know how you feel at the end. Like it could have either been very like you could easily tell yourself that that was a brilliant movie or you could tell yourself that it was the weirdest movie that you've ever seen. Um, so anyway, uh, and then, um, uh, I just, what was the other thing that I wanted? Oh, uh, American Horror Story, the full, uh, NYC opens up tomorrow, tomorrow night, Ooh, 19th. Nice. So, uh, so yeah, you know so I'm we get some more, uh, get some more American Horror Story. Um, so yeah, so that's it for me. Um, Nate, <laughs> do you want to do the Marvel Minute now? Uh, yeah, sure. I guess I could first? throw like horror adjacent Blade got delayed big time. Um, oh, 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 right. I'm sorry. Can I also mention how amazing fucking Werewolf by Night is? Yes, I was gonna say that. Shit, name. I that was I knew there was something oh, I didn't watch. Joven, it's so good. Oh, okay, we're not. Let's wow. not say anything. Let's save it for next podcast. Because okay, because I've, I've heard good. amazing things too. It's so, fucking like, brilliant. I love it okay. so much. We're <laughs> yeah. by night and then Andor. <laughs> yes. Right. We'll talk yeah, I will get on it. That. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, Blade got uh shut down. Uh, not just delayed. So, oh, it's um, completely kaput. It's completely well. No, it's not kaput. Well, right it's, now, it's, it's shut down on pause. Yeah, it's, well, yeah. The article name is shut down, but basically, they put it on pause, and it's still in yeah. the schedule, but way back now. So, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, we can keep Mahershala Ali uh, after losing a director, and I guess the next right. one that people wanted is also like, nope, I'm not touching that. So, oh wow, we'll see what happens. Um. Yeah, sure. So, <laughs> okay. Um, a lot of stuff happened in the last couple of weeks, but we'll just kind of kick through this really quick. Um, I guess maybe you start with She-Hulk because everybody's current on the finale yes. and all that stuff. Yeah. 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 What a fucking way to wrap that show up. Oh my god. Um, really kind of hard to put the whole show into a box because it was all over the place and really didn't seem to have any direction at all. And finally they're like, I guess we'll end it this way. Um, I really love the series. I really love the actress. I really love a lot of the things that did with it. This finale blew me away um, with the way they were able to kind of tie the room together. And it really were and it started throwing like all these weird you know, come at me, bro, where the guy gets the blood and he's like, oh, I am the yeah. Hope King. And then Bruce drops in from the ceiling and Titania pops in the door and she's like, wait a minute, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> and then completely breaks the fourth wall into like the real world, into the Marvel menu. When I, I swear, I thought I hit a button. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then does the whole swing into the other show and and then is in the real world in the actual writer's room, apparently with those are the actual writers on the show uh, right. that she's talking to. I'm going to go talk to Kevin. I, f- uh, yeah. so <laughs> apparently that's the actual receptionist person uh, at Marvel. And then there's the NDA thing right there. And then yeah. into Kevin's office and it's the fucking Kevin Android thing. Right. Uh, yeah. With the fucking Kevin hat. GLaDOS. <laughs> it had a yeah. hat. It was amazing. Right. It had a little hat. Um, and just kind of the whole back and forth between the two of them. And she's like, when are we getting the X-Men? Wink and looks at the screen like, oh, right. oh. wait, they said yeah. the thing. That's the first time they've said the thing in the MCU. They said the thing. <laughs> um, and so that was awesome. And then 
the fact when she's talking about, well, you know, Bruce smashes buildings and I smash fourth walls and sometimes Matt Murdock. Oh, I fucking died. So I guess long, long story short, I, I really love the series. Um, Addie absolutely loved it. Annie loved the hell out of it because it was very like on her level, you know, yes, bitch, go do that shit kind of thing. Right. Um, and I, I really love the way they kind of tied it up. The whole reveal at the end with Hulk's son, I was like, I fucking called it. I fucking called it. That's why the ship came from Sakar because he was trapped inside Hulk for several years and didn't realize he was boning and right. had a baby. So, yeah, overall, you know, it's interesting. The show is kind of flat in a lot of spots. I really love the Daredevil episode. I think that episode in general uh really added a lot of like depth to, to her character and it brought charlie cox back obviously which was amazing yeah but, um i can't wait to see more of both of them which will be great so overall i'd give that a pretty high score i don't know probably an eight out of ten for me um yeah in general so yeah i don't know what do you guys think no i thought this was again it was it's such a different uh mm-hmm. marvel series that we've ever gotten Right. That uh, again, you get the episodic nature of thing with with a few overarching story elements, you know, rolling through it, and to be so meta at the end with with everything that they do and call out sort of its ridiculousness, yeah. you know, Make in order in order to making fun of it too, like that was the uh, best. Yeah. right. No, in order to bring it home, I just yeah, I I just thought that it was it was it was so different that it was it was very sort of well done. Um, and uh, like, I can, I can see where, where some people wouldn't necessarily get it. Right. Right. Where, and, but at the same time, like, you know, not everything you put out needs to be sort of moving in a singular direction. Like you can have fun with a character and not necessarily need to advance the story, even though they did with Hulk's son and bringing in, uh, you know, daredevil and whatnot is you're just sort of. You know, you're just sort of teeing up little things here for for later reveals. But yeah, you know, I mean, by no means like sort of like groundbreaking, like, holy crap, I can't believe they just did that. But again, just it was a fun watch and it was entertaining and it was a good I really I enjoyed it as well. And it was no, it was definitely a show to look forward to every week. So, Joe, what did you think? Yeah, Uh, same. Yeah, it was fun. I liked it a lot. Um, <laughs> the hurting for Yurton fucking killed me. Hell yeah. <laughs> that, that whole episode was hilarious. <laughs> hurting for a Yurton and a Bamas day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Madison. Oh my God. Yeah. I love Madison so much. <laughs> I got, I, I know I, I, I did. I, I kind of was kind of bummed that she was just in that one episode and right. I'm sure, I'm sure they will bring her back for, in the future season. Cause I, they, they just confirmed that they're doing another season right. of yep. She-Hulk. So yeah, so I'm um, sorry if I, if I, if I, no, <laughs> if it's I trumped okay. you there, yeah, Nate. That, well, that just okay. happened. So yeah. No okay. Worries. Yeah. Um. And so I, I mean, I guarantee you, Madison will be back. Uh, follow her if you follow the actress on Instagram. She posted some great behind the scene, uh, some behind the scenes pictures of it. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, nice. Which is great. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, I mean, so. we get Wong at the end, and so I'm sure uh, right. she's Wong hanging is. out. Like, Wong I mean, no, who's been... your friend? <laughs> it would have been great to see her just popping popcorn in the background right. on the I couch mean... or something. You right. Know? Oh, and like the first episode of Game of Thrones is coming on or something like that in the background. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. This show's great. He dies, though. Oh. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right. Damn it. But Wongers, you're going to yeah. miss House of the Dragon. Get I in know. here. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. So awesome. That's cool that you guys like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, um Kevin yeah. totally reminded me of GLaDOS. I oh, was yeah. like waiting yeah. for him to go evil. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh there's a couple other pieces I had off the newsreel for the last couple of weeks related to She-Hulk, so I figured I'd just run through those real quick. Yeah. Uh Marvel actually considered bringing back Ed Norton for that finale scene where Bruce drops through the <laughs> ceiling because that's oh, yeah. how the Abomination saw Hulk in the last the last time they had seen each other kind of thing. Oh, that's right. And yeah. Norton as Hulk. So they had actually considered it and had kind of gone a little bit down that road to bring him back. Uh-huh. But they did, they decided not to kind of, uh, yeah. You know, in the beginning steps of it, but that would have been interesting. Um, I did. I did. Well, I did love that throw off that th- sort of throwaway line in the very first episode was, or not in the first episode, but when she oh, was, I'm, I'm a different ta- person now. Yeah. yeah no, a I'm literally now. a different person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's see. And then uh, She-Hulk joined Rotten Tomatoes best shows of 2020 list. So it, it cracked. Ooh. I think it's 74 of the top 100, um, which, I mean, there's a lot of shows in 2022. I'm not sure yeah. <laughs> how good yeah. that is, but it's actually a relatively high score. I think it's like an 86 or something like that on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yeah. For the reviewers score, the audience score obviously got review bombed because they can't well, handle yeah. um, women and inclusion. Um, let's see, where was it? I think it's, let's see, 77 with a, it was 77 out of a hundred with a score of 87 total. Okay. So, that's not, no, that's good. Yeah, it is pretty good. Um, yeah. just at a quick, like a quick glance, there's the top 20 all have a hundred percent scores, which is oh, really? nuts. Yeah. You've got like that's... Heartstopper season one, uh, Barry season huh. three, uh, Legend of Vox Machina, the animated nice. show. Uh, season one got a hundred percent. Um, let's see. Peaky blinder season six kids in the hall season one, like what we do in the shadows season four reservation yeah. dog season two, which I've heard is fucking phenomenal. I need to watch that show actually. Oh yeah, that's um, right. George Carlin's American dream limited series got a hundred percent. Yeah. So it's stuff like that. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's see. So that wraps up the tree Hulk block. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the rest of this is not like, (laughs) yeah. So Disney issued a statement. Apparently they weren't, they were considering not releasing Black Panther in France for some reason, Black Panther, Wakanda forever, the new one Uh in France for some reason. And specifically they have a media chronology law, which requires streaming platforms like Disney plus can only add films to their service after they've been released. 17 months ago like oh so there has to be a specific window before they can stream things which is makes sense for like the local movie houses and that kind of thing but disney was not having that so for a while they were like oh we might probably not going to release it in france because of this bullshit media chronology thing uh but then apparently they acquiesced and they're going to go ahead and do that so which just means they're not going to be able to see it on disney plus in that region forever so wow um, that's nuts yeah interesting um, but yeah, 
Um, but, 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 but let's see. So Marvel MCU basically mapped out phase five and phase six, the next 16 movies going through 2026. Um, I'm not going to go through all that. I'll give you the link and we can add it to the show notes because <laughs> there's a lot. Um, but however, let me just hit the quick high notes coming up. So Black Panther, Wakanda Forever on the 11th. Uh, new trailer dropped with a bunch of Namor. I'm fucking hyped. So good. Another new trailer dropped, actually, that has a bunch of kind of behind the scenes people, all the actors talking about it as it's showing different scenes from the movie. And there's a okay. bunch of um, Riri Williams in the background making her Ironheart suit, uh, which would be cool. So uh, that's the last thing in phase four, apparently, is Black Panther Wakanda forever. And then we hit phase five in February 2023 with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which would be right. cool. Jonathan Majors coming back as King the Conqueror. And holy fuck, that guy's getting ripped for that role. So, <laughs> yeah. but, which is weird because I always thought Kang was in a suit. Like, give him a muscle suit, this, this dude. But fuck, he's ripped. Um, and then after that, we've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 to look forward to uh, in May of 2023. Then we got the Marvels in July, Captain America New World Order will follow the following year. And that dovetails nicely into Harrison Ford being officially cast. As that's Thunderbolt right. Ross in Captain America, New World Order. Aww, and that's where he's yeah. supposed to make his first appearance. Who we called it? Getting Han Solo. <laughs> Pretty sure I called that. We're getting Han Solo in the MCU. So, I mean, a grumpy general, I'm pretty sure he could pull that off. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I think he's got Can't it. Even his wheelhouse. Um, yeah, and then Blade gets bumped all the way back to almost the end of 2024. So there's a lot of other stuff here. Oh, un Untitled Deadpool movie wraps up 2024. Sorry. And that'll be the end <laughs> of Phase 5. Then we get Phase 6, which will be Fantastic Four and that kind of thing. And the Avengers movies. So there's a lot of stuff coming out. It's going to be great. Uh, as Kevin Smith likes to put it, it's like, ooh, new goalpost to stay alive till. Like, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Stay alive for another month for Black Panther and then two more years <laughs> for the next for Deadpool. Um, yeah. So let's see what else we got. Loki season two wrapped apparently the filming. So Ooh, that's amazing. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So I guess they just have posts to do, and that's obviously going to take a while with something like Loki, but that should come yeah. out uh, reasonably soon. So I think we see that next year. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen rumored as Mephisto <laughs> in the MCU. Uh, <laughs> this has been come through a bunch of different avenues the i do like the other one though the other rumored casting was um willem dafoe as mephisto it caused some problems with a little bit of the yeah uh, mcu timeline considering the whole goblin thing but you know right it's the multiverse he would be fucking great <laughs> in that role but i actually also love the pull of sasha baron cohen because he's a hell of an actor and can play like a crazed you know devil right devil yeah, uh, so that would be interesting to see. That's all rumored at this point. A couple different houses throwing that in. Uh, so nothing official yet, but that's the rumor from a bunch of different sources. Um, Marvel Studios' first R-rated show gets record-breaking episode count. And now every time I see this, my heart sinks. Because it always means bad things. <laughs> they had the same <laughs> they had the same lead-in to She-Hulk finale has record-breaking runtime at 26 oh. minutes or whatever the fuck it right. was. It was super short. <laughs> Apparently yeah. Marvel Zombies is going to be four episodes. Four okay. fucking episodes. So hopefully they're like 45 minutes each or an hour each, maybe. 
hopefully why the hell would you have a whole new show that's like 30 minutes well but i I, and i i had this discussion with uh jimmy about werewolf by night and i won't go into any specifics but that was a 56 minute oh that was feature yeah right and again i think it told it told the story that it needed to tell i'm like i'm totally okay with a you know with a truncated season as long as it tells a good story well, and yeah, everything. As long as I don't get meat to it too. Like normal right. zombies is yeah. pretty intense. You know, so. don't yeah, don't you don't need six episodes when four will do. Yeah. At the same time meaty. Yeah. <laughs> right. Zombies, no, yeah. exactly. But and again, if 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 it's enough to tell the story and tell the story well, then do it. You know? Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, they really could have done She-Hulk in half the episodes, but I f- feel like they were really shooting for the legal drama, so they made it like mo- TV show length shows. Which made sense. It was just kind of a bummer because well, we were so but, spoiled on the longer form stuff. Yeah, but but and again, it was it was fun enough to wear, and it, and it needed to have that. You know that I think six episodes would have been too small. To they would have need to just not necessarily fool around as much as they did. Right. You know. Yeah. So I I know I think what they did with She Hulk was fine. Yeah. No. Fair point. Um, yeah. Let's see what else we already talked about. Harrison Ford. We just mentioned that Marvel shutting down blade reboot. We mentioned that that actually hasn't been shut down. Just pushed way back. Uh, Marvel studios right. met with uh, Chloe Grace Moretz for an MCU role. So everyone's like, Ooh, what's she going to be? What's she going to be? And I, I fucking want her as uh, Oh God, what is it? X 22 from so Logan, you know, the girl that has like, right. the claws and shit. Uh, yeah. But like the MCU version of uh, like the X-Men version of that she would fucking kick ass in that. There's all kinds of roles. She, she mentioned that she wants to play a villain. So maybe Mystique oh. or something like that. Oh, um, there you go. Anyway. Yeah. She's uh, got a cool new show coming out called the peripheral. I think. Oh, that yeah. looks, that it's, looks really good. Yeah. You put it, it seems, on and you go. Yeah, and it seems very multiverse. Yeah. 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 That looks really cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. I don't really have much more except for Werewolf by Night, which we're not going to cover yet. Uh, we will but not canonically, discuss. Werewolf by Night happens right after the most recent Thor movie, if that matters. It, it seems, uh, dude. I need. I. You know what? Like, mm-hmm. I need a map. I need a map. I need they, a timeline map because this one. is just this. But it's getting it's getting so muddled right now. <laughs> they have one. They updated it with everything. They even have a visual pictures for you, Andy. <laughs> oh thank you in the yeah. show notes it's put really, it in the show notes because we'll i need it too. we'll add it there it actually has like a 42 item list and then they have the graphical representation it's actually looks really cool okay that would be All fun right. to put well, in, the, in the show notes uh, yeah um but yeah so canonically it looks you know it's black and white and you can't really tell when it is happening but apparently it happens right after thor love and thunder so there you go uh so a a a real quick a real quick journey through um uh streaming service selections of the week and then we can talk about uh some of our uh some of the hot discussion topics uh around the larger shows um but uh first and foremost uh to to keep it spooky um on Hulu, Bite Size Halloween. I mentioned this last time, but these are little horror shorts uh, on Hulu. They just released season three. 
uh, She-Hulk herself, Tatiana Maslany, is in one of them, which is great. And so, uh, uh, and these are just they're, again, these are so much fun uh, just to watch um, and to absorb. And it's not a big time commitment. And so, if you if you want something spooky and fun to watch a little bit, go for it. And uh, again, not a big commitment. I think you'll like it. Um, uh, Ghosts on Paramount Plus is rolling through uh, their season. It's great. Uh, I mentioned American Horror Story starts this week, so very excited to get through that. Um, uh, speaking of uh, George Takai, he showed up on Lower Decks. Um, yes, go on. <laughs> uh, so we had uh, Lower Decks, again, is just killing it this year on uh, on Paramount, and it's uh, uh, another incredibly strong season. And... Uh, um, Huey, uh, uh, or Huey, I call Huey from the boys, Jack Quaid, uh, Ensign Boimler has sort of, uh, gets knocked out, has this fever dream and sort of rolls through the, uh, generations arc where he ends up on Kirk's farm and there's someone brushing the, the horse's mane and he's like, Admiral Kirk, and it turns around, and it's it's Sulu, <laughs> voiced yes. by George Takai, and it's yes. just uh, it's so great, um, such a great cameo, and uh, just I mean I can't say enough good things. If you're any sort of Star Trek fan, and you're not watching Lower Decks and loving it, I'm 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 sorry. Get Paramount Plus and start watching it. Nice. Uh, also, uh, straight out of New York Comic Con, we got a meaty Picard season three trailer, and. Oh my god, that looks so good. Uh you get uh great looks at all of the cast. Uh Brent Spiner returning as uh evil data lore. Um you also get uh Professor James Moriarty from the originals from the Next Generation series returning as a story element. But um <laughs> Worf uh standing on the uh, transporter explaining how he's a pacifist now <laughs> and then Riker under his breath saying, we're all going to die. Um, and uh, man, I, I, and then, and then uh, the villain, Amanda Plummer, uh, daughter of Christopher Plummer, who played Chang in Star Trek six, the undiscovered country. My goodness. But Amanda Plummer herself, Obviously, we all know as Honey Bunny. Uh, the villain from So I Married an Axe Murderer. I mean, come on. <laughs> Be cool, so, Honey Bunny. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. And from Pulp Fiction, of course. Good, good um, pull, Joe. That, that was Joe's credit. Hot, <laughs> yeah, hot damn. I, I mean, this season is shaping up to be something just incredible. Um I heard Talk about uh, needing Lever a visual diagram. Like as we right. know, her father played the third ensign on the <laughs> episode of Baba, you know, Discovery. Right. Uh, but I also heard that uh LeVar Burton's actual daughter, who hosts a lot of the live Star Trek events, is going to play his actual daughter in the series. Yay. That's amazing. <laughs> so Nepotism. which is great. Let's go. Yeah. If you uh if you follow her on Instagram, she has a lot of great stuff on awesome. there. Um it's Michaela Burton. Um yeah, I would imagine that he raised an amazing human being. Oh he's my goodness. Just like a shining yeah. person. <laughs> right. Yeah. So um so anyway, I again this is as it is a really great time to be a Marvel fan right now, it is the best time to be a Star Trek fan. Um and uh with that, uh 
let's just jump into House of the Dragon. Uh, we are on the precipice of the season finale. Uh, when this airs, uh, it will be season finale. No, it won't be. We'll have a couple days till the season finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to air on Friday. Uh, so we have a couple days to sort of absorb everything that's going on. But yeah, we might uh, need to, to put an extra shot together for that. If it's uh, as crazy as yeah. the ending of this one was. Oh, I think so, man. The final few minutes of this episode, like really sort of showed. Uh, I mean, this whole the whole series has been week to week sort of showing just how incredible you can get, you know, in building tension with these characters and and everything, but then getting sort of equally wonderful payoffs with a bunch of these characters that you could have easily been forgotten about, but they give them sort of the right moments to shine. And um, (laughs) I don't know uh, if we want to have a little bit of a larger discussion around it, not larger discussion, but a short discussion around it right now. Um, Rainey's is a badass. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And uh, dude, how much of a dick is Kristen Cole, man? That oh, guy, please somebody kill that fucker. I, I, am, I, am ex, I am excited for Damon to slice his open, head open like mm-hmm. the uh, poor uh, Valerian brother as well. Jeez, right. oh, yeah. He can keep his tongue. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. uh, take Christian's tongue and then slice him open. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Um, but it, no, it's been a while since we've talked about this, but the last two episodes alone. Uh, uh, Patty Considine coming into the throne room all just screwed up and says, I think I'll sit in that chair today. And uh, basically telling everybody, why are we discussing this? Because this is what I've said and this is how it's going to go. Can we just be a normal family for an evening? (laughs) I know. I just, I I love the look on all the Hightower's faces when he he came in the throne room and took the throne again as much pain and as long. I mean, because man, like, you felt every step of him walking through that throne room, just trying to get up to the throne. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, oh man, that was just, it, just so incredible. When and, his um, crown falls off and Damon helps him with it. I was just yeah. like, Oh my God, my heart. <laughs> yeah. Apparently that wasn't scripted at all. Apparently that happened during filming and they kept it. <laughs> they oh, just kept shooting man. it and kept it. That's, that was brilliant. That, that is no, that is incredible. Um, uh, and then, yeah, the, the family dinner scene, which I know that we've all attended family dinners (laughs) in some vein of, you know, having some family there that you don't necessarily like and stuff gets said and it just, that's what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, these strong boys with this strong to the health of my nephews. <laughs> that was the best. Stay strong oh. again. Stay strong. Oh One more goddamn God. time. No, the best right. part though is right before that when they put the roast pig in front of him and the strong oh. boy started yeah. laughing like, oh no. Oh, this is gonna go down in a minute. Like Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um let's and drain then... our cups to these three strong boys. <laughs> oh <my> right. <laughs> Um, mm. and then, and then we, we jump into this last episode here where, um, you know, uh, Viserys had, has died right, um, at the end of the last episode. And so now we get this and I, I like, <laughs> we get this great 
sequence of and and it's crazy too because we don't get Renera or Damon at all, right? They've already gone back, and so we get the the complete and total scheming of all right, he's dead. <laughs> and I love the small council scene where um Allison is like, Well, it was his dying wish to have Aegon? And the council's like, no, no, we've been planning this for you all the time. So we're going to go. This is going to happen. And just like. <laughs> all right, get on this. You get on that. And she's right. like, wait, you right. guys planned this the whole she time? She was taken aback. And that was kind of the yeah. thing. Like, oh, wait, she might not be the most horrible person on the planet because she didn't want this to happen that way. But, I mean, backing up even further, like the way that it, it starts with an empty throne and an empty yeah. room council room and just nobody and then the one random servant goes and talks to her her lady in waiting and then it's like this super hush hush thing because okay because they're gonna try and pull a fucking coup and seize power so it's yeah. gotta be all cloak and dagger so nobody knows the king is dead but then the lady in waiting lights a candle on the window and you figure you find out later that's for the white worm person which right. is that was I was like, is that a euphemism for Damon's junk? Because that was his mistress. Like I don't, I don't understand how that goes together. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. Cloak and dagger, kind of very mellow yeah. intro. Uh, and then obviously, you know, it's like, oh, the king's dead, and everything yeah. kind of goes to shit at the council table because the the one old dude, I think he's the master of coin. Uh, it's like, yeah. I will not stand for this. This is treason at the minimum and blah. And then you see fucking Sir Prince Valiant behind him and like, oh, God, <laughs> something the bad's yeah. going to happen. And sit down. And he just like the guy is 60 and seven winters and takes a crystal globe to the side of the head. Oh. Yeah. And then the hand doesn't let anyone leave the room. Like we're not leaving right. until we finish our business. So that guy's just going to yeah. on the table. <laughs> Good God, man. It was, yeah, that was an intense open for sure. Yeah. No, I, I, I think this, I mean that, that, yeah, that opening alone just sort of delivers on all, like all the great sort of game of Thrones, like stuff that we've expect from game of Thrones, you know? Right. And it, it's, God, God damn, it was so good. So, um, and then the um the um the exchange between Allison and um Renice uh when Renice gets locked in the room and you know there she's basically yeah telling her well this you know hey this is how it's gonna how it's gonna go down and you know you should have been you should have been queen it never should have been and it was just like it was so great and then um I I love the uh the the two teams out searching for Aegon. Right. Oh, the twins. <laughs> yeah. Eric Eric and Arik. <laughs> yeah, Eric, Eric with an A and Arik with an E or Eric oh with an E and Arik with an A. And just, just like, come on. Lazy ass person that named those kids. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but solid for them for casting actual twins uh and and saving some on the VFX budget there. Um and uh um but yeah and then uh um What's it? Uh, Amond and uh, Christian Cole going out, um, and I just yeah, I I love them finding him in the sept and him basically John Snowing it, saying I don't want this, I don't want to be king, and you I'll know. go away, you'll never see me again. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then um, no, the 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 uh, the coronation, that whole 
just like dog and pony show getting him you know sober enough to walk down the the hall there and um dude the the escape from king's landing too mm -hmm. getting sort of rainies trying to get her out and then right. her getting pushed into the the coronation hall and then ah, dude I see the dragon pit i know where i'm yeah. going <laughs> yeah yeah um, yeah, and that was the whole thing is they built the sept on top of the dragon pit to kind of like squash the old ways and prop up the seven and all that. And like, oh, that was a big fucking mistake. She's like, wait, right. we're going there. Oh, yeah. So you can almost see like <laughs> yeah. the, the excellent thing happening. Right. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, and just at that point, like, uh, like, holy crap, then fucking she comes through on the dragon. Ugh, I know that, uh, and the dragon's all armored up and everything. And then they, oh, comes through literally face to face with everybody. Mm -hmm. All she needs to utter is one word, and you could roll credits. Mm -hmm. And, no <laughs> and an entire nation that. watching Game of Thrones yeah, says, right. Right. right, no war. And I, I'm literally yelling, like, burn them all. <laughs> I know. Oh, God. But, she decides to just do it, make it loud, <laughs> and then, and then uh, get out and be the bearer of bad news to uh, to Dragonstone. Right. Um, like that, dude. Like that. See, I was on the edge of my seat when the dragon mm -hmm. comes in, and just that whole sequence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I love <sighs> the, the after show where they're talking about it. Like, what's the worst thing that could happen during a coronation? Oh yeah, yeah, a dragon right. from <laughs> exploding from below. Oh my god. Yeah. So good. Right. Yeah. And I actually really loved the aesthetic of this dragon. This or at least the head of yeah. the it's not a fucking dragon. The wyvern. They call them dragons. Uh the dragon. Right. It it really reminded me of like the high fantasy D D red dragons with the big horns like in a ring around the neck kind of thing. And it kind of frilled yeah. out when it was roaring at him. And yeah, it was kind of looked fucking great i really yeah. that's one of the things i really do appreciate is the differences between the dragons uh in this series um, no absolutely and it yeah a couple they, of other ones potentially that we might see in the finale <laughs> look very big and crazy so we'll see yeah i'm curious to see the dragon byline in the budget <laughs> oh man <laughs> in the All the God. yeah All i know um but man, I, I again, this this show is just killing it week to week, and um, I, I'm going to feel the same way I felt after Game of Thrones season one when Ned Stark's head rolled. Right. I have to wait. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what hooked me on the books. My cousin gave yeah. me the first book, and he's like, "Just make sure you read till the end." Like, what do you what do you? Yeah, mean? it's like you'll know. And I, yeah. immediately I went, "Wait, what?" There's no like. No, nobody on a Griffin's gonna come save the guy. No, he what? I love that guy. Yeah. Wait a minute, he's fucking dead. And, right. yeah, and then I just voraciously read everything, <laughs> except you know, <laughs> funny enough, did not read this whole Fire and Blood thing, which I'm gonna have to rectify. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm interested to see who makes it out of this season. Yeah. Um, Apparently, they've already made uh, some pretty know, significant changes to the book. So. Okay, well, we'll and I don't, yeah, I don't know, but I'm just, I'm curious to see what the, uh, what the body count, if any, is going to be for the final episode, if there is going to be, or there's just going to be some clever 
executions that that fully start you know the the civil war so um yeah no this yeah this uh, uh joe is there anything else that you need to inject on house of the dragon here no you guys pretty much nailed it <laughs> <laughs> um that being said uh, any other any other notes on house of the dragon Oh man, I have a couple, uh, but okay. they're in the form of tweets that Annie sent me that I thought were so fucking hilarious. I have to read them on, on okay. the show. Uh, yeah. So the first one is from at Democracy Diva. Once you realize Alison Hightower's never had an orgasm, everything she does becomes a lot easier to understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh That's my great. God, that was brutal. And the other one was even better was... Um, Alicent Hightower selling feet pics for information to Lara Strong was not on oh. my bingo card for tonight's episode. Oh my god. I I, I, I must have Oh my god, we fucking died. Joe, we looked at Joe, each other you're, like you're is silent. This, you're is silent, this, Joe. Is this up. happening? This isn't really happening. Oh my god, it's happening. <gasps> wait, he's going for it. Oh no, wait a minute. Oh, th- see, this that episode or that portion of the show gave me more pause than fucking all of Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> oh joe we oh, can't joe, hear you you're still yeah you're still silent joe there you Hello? go there she oh, is yeah. Jesus. <laughs> but okay. like how did that somehow make incest the lesser yeah like right <laughs> bad thing like, mm-hmm. the feet was so much worse it was so much worse it's like wait what is she doing she took her shoes off and she's putting her stocking feet. oh no wait but this yeah. is game of thrones where there's like cocks everywhere so yeah. right what's with the I, feet oh because it's, it's his kink i get it okay yeah, yeah. so Jesus. i initially i initially thought that they were just going to be having a relationship under the king's like nose you know i, I mean as slimy as laris is like i just figured that that's that that's where they're gonna go with it and yeah and then no the, the second she puts her feet on the table i'm just like uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, no. And then she takes the sock off and you're just like, I no. Know. Oh yeah. No. I'm gonna show you my ankles, boy. <laughs> <laughs> the minute she took right. the sock off, I was like, oh god, oh, I know what this god. is. <laughs> I mean, and man, like the look on her face when she turns to the side and just like <laughs> just like, like oh, throws his foot up there and like it's pulling out a titty, just like, oh god. Oh, my I was kind of rooting for a titty. Like, please pull out a titty. Let's go. I, I know, right? I mean, okay, yeah. wait. So some of the comments to this tweet, are, I have to read you guys some of these. This okay, is fucking right. hilarious. So it's like, looks like Laris is history's first OnlyFans subscriber. <laughs> like, oh no. With the, she's like, this little piggy went to market for murder. <laughs> oh my god, these are so Gross. fucking great. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you guys this link. This is so good. Oh my god. Oh no. Especially since he isn't Larry Strong missing a foot? Or he's got like a club he's, foot yeah, or something like that. Like, it, or... Yeah, it made it made uh it showed him walking in on a on a like a bag metal almost, yeah. like or something like a, a a uh, age-appropriate prosthetic, if you will. Oh my God! Somebody made an OnlyFans page for Allison. It says at Queen Feet. <laughs> oh no! Oh my God! I'm dying. Oh okay. my goodness! Um, oh, thank you. No, thank you for <laughs> reminding me of that scene because I, 
<laughs> lovingly glossed over it. Oh my god! Yeah, thank you, Annie, uh, for bringing this to our attention with this amazing yeah. uh, tweet string. So props, props to you, Ben. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, good shit. Okay. <laughs> um, Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um. So, uh, so yeah. So uh, again, um, let us know what you guys think of House of the Dragon on our on our social media, but. We did have a huge season finale mm-hmm. last Friday. Mm-hmm. Rings of Power, Amazon Prime. Did you have a chance to and- catch up, Jobin? Yes, I did. I watched all of it. Oh, so. Okay, <laughs> I am I am officially going last on this review. I'd love to hear Jobin's okay. opening. Thoughts, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> let's get Joe's. Let's get Joe's take on this. Joe, I hate Rings it. of Power. I absolutely hate it. Fuck the show. Oh no. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> okay, good. I was like, <laughs> no, uh, it, it, did, I, it did take me the first three episodes to actually kind of get into it. It right. was so like House of the Dragon just went right out the gate and just mm-hmm. like didn't even stop. So like Rings of Power for me was like, okay, like I'm, I know the history. I get it. I get it. Okay, this is really slow. Uh, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. And then like I think it was the fourth episode whenever they introduced Adar. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Shocker. then, yeah, of course, yeah. Guess who <laughs> yeah. Joe has a crush on? <laughs> right? The dark, <laughs> deadly, uh, dark elf guy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Is anybody surprised? Nope. Yep. <laughs> nope. 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 But, um, yeah, after that, I was, like, all in, you know, just picking them up, putting them down, just next one, next one, next one. Yeah. So what about the finale specifically? Do you have any like high points Um, or like surprises or any of that? Surprisingly, I called the stranger from episode one. Yeah. The minute I saw that guy, I was like, fucking Gandalf. Yeah. We talked about it. And then, yep. Uh, Once I got through the whole thing, I'm like, oh yeah, I was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, got Hellbrand totally spoiled. Oh, like, oh I did, really? That's the one I didn't see coming. I was like, ah, oh, shit. Hmm. So, yeah. I was, um, it was kind of half my fault, half not my fault. <laughs> oh, uh, sure. Twitter, Twitter yeah. always shows, like, those targeted ads, and, like, I got a right. bunch of spoilers from that. But then yeah. I was like, I, I actually Googled, I was, like, typing in, because I wanted to find out what his necklace meant. I was trying okay. to remind myself what the necklace was. And so I, t- yeah. I was typing in Halbrand necklace. The minute I hit Halbrand, it's like Sauron. I'm like. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Spoiler alert for uh, the listeners of Roman Regret podcast. Right. Yeah. Well, they yeah. should know that we are a spoiler heavy podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why it's a funny joke. <laughs> yeah. And then the end where I'm just like, okay, one, like, Halron Sarbrand just walks into Mordor. I'm like, he walked right. into Mordor. Yeah. One yeah. does not simply walk into Mordor. It's yeah. like, hold my frog. And then he turns, and I'm like, oh god, he's hot too. Damn it! Why'd you have to make Sauron hot? Yeah, it's uh, it's hot Sauron season apparently. Yeah, and the scene with him and Gladriel. I'm like, okay, now I ship it. Oh God, I'm going to like the deepest pit of hell. My mother's going to disown me. <laughs> yeah. well, no, if she doesn't already it. have Sauron Gladriel fan fiction around. I was going to say, there's got to be some out there. 
But yeah, yeah. I, I'm stoked. I'm like, now I'm bummed. I have to wait two years for more. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's the real bummer here is that they're, they are sort of halfway film, halfway through filming season two right now. Uh, But yeah, with, with the, uh, the heavy VFX and everything that we're not going to get season two until 2024, Um, which is, which is crazy, but you know what, for the quality that this show is producing, uh, I I hate to say it. I am okay to wait for it. Yeah, Uh, for sure. Don't, I mean, don't rush this. Do not no. rush this at all. No. no, they won't. They've got a billion dollars invested in this right now, at, at least. So, right, we'll, yeah, they're they're gonna take their time and try to do it right because a lot of their other stuff has really kind of fallen off. Like their whole video game, all their video game arms have failed, basically. Uh, yeah, so this is really kind of a linchpin for their multimedia empire right now. Right, yeah. Well, that and the boys. So, well, yeah. I mean, as far as where all the money is, you know. No, of course. If they spent a billion dollars on the boys, can you imagine what show we would have gotten out of that? Oh my god! I mean, how much does a giant penis and a huge bag of coke cost you? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Do you need a giant penis? I can get you one by three (laughs) o'clock. All right. Get you a giant penis and a bag of coke by three o'clock. Come on, that's no problem. Um, Don't ask me how. You don't want to know. Yeah, yeah like, I got ways. Yeah, right. You don't even want to know. You don't even want to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a tiny penis. Yeah. <laughs> Squeenus Squeenus. Makes, oh man. When's the last time Squeens made a fucking appearance? You gotta put know. him in the show notes in like uh, full armor from Gondor or something. Cool. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like uh ooh, Sauron's helmet on his helmet. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. He's getting the the green man chest plate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, no, I, I I I thought that these these last few episodes were really really great. Were really really telling of uh, was a really great setup to this. And yeah, I I had my suspicions about Halbrand as well, but until he started giving the master Elvin Smith notes. Mm-hmm on what to do i'm just like right uh uh-uh. <laughs> right like this dude no <laughs> you know the boy um, right exactly and um yeah and then uh, i i especially love the sequence with uh the wizard and those those three do, yeah, do we cultists do we? <laughs> or whatever yeah. they're called yeah right Mystics, uh, initially I think, mis- is what they're yeah okay Initially mistaking him for Lord Sauron, yeah. right? And just like, hey, are, you know, we're here to follow you, Lord Sauron. And and then basically the, uh, uh, you know, the ensuing battle with the, the Harfoot girl telling him, no, you know, you're good, you're good. And then grabbing the, the staff and I'm good yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and throwing it back. Um, I know. I just thought that sequence was great. And then, yeah, him suddenly getting his... Uh, his Lilu esque education and and how to speak. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I just I really thought that this was all uh, like I said. I just I mean this. It's a fantastic story, you know. Uh, on you know outside of the show, right? It's an incredible story outside of the show. This is only enhancing, you know what we've what we've known to be just an incredible story and a great start to this. Um, so I'm just, I'm totally stoked on this moving forward. I, I just, I can't wait for season two. We will have to wait for season two, but I, I'm, it's going to be a, a, a worthy wait 
So yeah. more Disa. Yeah. <laughs> right. I swear yeah. she is my favorite character. <laughs> yeah. Uh Nate. Yeah, man. Uh, I've been Speak. I've been uh crowing about this show since jump. It's just visually it's amazing. The writing's on point. The acting's amazing. I mean, even if you're a, a major hater, which a lot of people are for some reason, even though they're not remaking anything. I think Joe mentioned this before, like the Cimmerillion reads like stereo instructions. It's like this happens there and this right. goes to there and this is this thing. So they're basically creating this just from kind of ancient maps <laughs> and like runic treasure map instructions and things of that nature. But They've put together a show, uh, not really out of whole cloth, but um, using kind of just basic uh, directions and creating new characters, obviously, and, and ways to fill those gaps, kind of like uh, dino DNA, if you will. Um, <laughs> and, you know, the movie Life Finds a Way. And I really, I really fucking loved it. Oh, I love it, Nate. Uh, Nate I love I it. Mean, <laughs> God, I love this show so fucking much. And it looks fantastic. Like, this would be something. So, the scene when Cap gets his hammer in Endgame, uh, certain scenes from like Ready Player One, even though I hate what it did to the book, and a couple choice shots from this show are how I would show off like my TV and the sound system with it. Right. This show is every inch the $250 million for the season. They spent all the money and it fucking looks it. Oh my God. The show is gorgeous. Like just the, the art direction and the scene construction and the costuming and the fucking VFX. Everything is just chef's kiss, please. Yeah. Um, I really wanted to see more, like bring me back, give me more of that final battle with Morgoth. Cause there was that hot take moment when you saw like the wyvern, you know, chomp down on the Eagle and push it into the fire. Yeah. Like I want more of that shit. Give me some of that dark, deadly shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. But in general, I mean, this, man, the finale, it, it really tied the room together. <laughs> Sorry. We use that all the time. Right. Um, we talked in our last podcast about potential theories about who people were. And we're like, Halbrand's literally wearing armor covered in fucking rings. <laughs> and I didn't, you know, I wasn't really sure they were going to go there. And they, and to their credit, they did a good job kind of jumping you back and forth. And like, we're here to serve you, Lord Sauron, where, you know, and, and it has the, the stranger in gray. Even though I think, Joe, you and I were both on the same page with uh, with Gandalf. And we talked about that early. And I went through the whole Nerdist thing, like Gandalf is immune to fire. And Gandalf does the whole thing with the, the world warps around him and gets dark. And he also talks to the fireflies. Like that's all reasons why it was Gandalf. Right. But then the cultists come out or the mystics come out and they're like, we're here to serve you Lord Sauron. <laughs> and then uh, they realize suddenly that he's not Sauron and they call him an Astari which is yeah. uh, ends up being the wizards in the third age, like uh, Saruman and, and Radagast and Gandalf. Um, and you really kind of just to jump to the end real quick, you really get the, the confirmation, a hundred percent confirmation that it's Gandalf when he tells her to follow her nose or follow your nose at the end or whatever, because Gandalf said that in other movies. Um, I think, are we, are we, maybe? are we a hundred percent on that? No, he does. Yeah, yeah he, he does did. say that. He says I'm it to Mary. When he says it. Uh, I think it's in Moria. 
Yeah, he also says it in The Hobbit when they're going into the troll no, cave. No, wait, it can't be in Moria. Yeah, when they're going into the troll cave. I'm pretty sure it's in The Hobbit when he's talking to Thorin. Um, no, it's, no it's, I th- you're right. He's he talking to Mary. Too. Well, I think he says At it least twice the one now. I Yeah, because there's a screenshot of it. Yeah, whenever you're in doubt, always follow your nose or something like that. And you're right. I think he is talking to Mary. So, uh, yeah, so that's almost 100% guaranteeing that it's Gandalf. And then just think about it. Okay. His relationship with the Harfoots completely explains his love for the Hobbits because the Harfoots are progenitor Hobbits, basically. So Right. Yeah. I mean, mean, that does does track a little bit. I don't know. I... If they make it Gandalf, that would be easy. Do you think that would upset some some of the hardcore? Joe, would Cindy be upset that that's Gandalf? Um, I don't think so, because she's not upset about it now, and she called it too. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I'd say if anybody's upset that that's uh, Gandalf, she... fuck them. <laughs> like, yeah, she that's... called it when <laughs> he when he took the um, the cloak and slammed it on the ground and like sent like a blast wave the first time he did that. She was like, oh, that's right. a Gandalf move. <laughs> oh, nice. Respect. Okay. And so from then, she was like, yeah, that's definitely Gandalf. Oh, wow. All wow. right. Very cool. Yeah, so, nice. I mean, all over this place, the, just the whole scene with, oh, shit, now I lost the name of the Harfoot. What's her, the main? Nori. Oh, I forget. Nori, I forgot. yeah, thank N- you. Nori, that's right. So the yeah. whole scene with Nori and her parents, and she, they're like you should go with him like are you sure like yeah you, you, you need to explore you need to be big and wild and i forget the actual yeah. wording it was fucking yeah. brilliant dude that damn near made me cry it did <laughs> we, were, we were both tearing up or i was tearing up did we watch that together? Yeah. Mm, no we didn't um it was really good and then um in general just the all of the scenes back and forth where it would intercut between the scenes of Halbrand and Celebrimbor and Galadriel, and then back to the the um, mystics and the Grey Wizard and Nori and her family and her friends and all that, and just like the two adventures that are happening at the same time. And you really kind of, unless you have already established who you think is who, they do a good job yeah. of, of casting doubt on both sides. Um, right. And then I really... I really liked the the way that they did the Celebrimbor uh, storyline with Galadriel and um, Halbrand, uh, where yeah. they've set him up to to be like a smith, and you know I studied under a bunch of other smiths and all that. And if you didn't know Sauron's backstory, like that was his deal. He's uh, he's an Astari of not an Astari. He's um, Eighth year, I forget exactly, Aesir or something like that. Um, and he was uh, of the goddess of creation or something like that. So unless you knew all this back lore, you wouldn't really understand how that all ties in. But Halbrand has, they've done a good job with his character to kind of develop the fact where Halbrand's a smith. He tried to do that in Numenor. He was a smith in Numenor making swords for the Numenorians. And you you kind of, if you remember that stuff, you're like, why would Sauron do that? And it was just all a means of the, to an end to get to the to middle earth to actually get to Celebrimbor to actually get to this point to make these rings of power. And he basically just tricks the elves into making these rings of power. Obviously the one yeah. ring doesn't happen yet. That that'll happen later. So you're going to, what will be interesting to see is if I remember correctly, four seasons of the show have been kind of slated, right? So this right. season we got the rings for the elves. There's going to be uh, seven rings for the dwarf Lords or is it five? 
I should know. Seven that. for uh, the so dwarves and nine seven for the dwarf lords. Nine, nine for the for men. men and then the one ring. Didn't you so, hear the song at the end? I know. <laughs> Do you know who that was too? It was fucking Fiona Ew. Apple. <laughs> no. Yes, that's another Seriously? jewel. That's another gem. Pardon the pun that Annie dropped on me. Was that it was fucking no. Fiona Apple. Uh, I really hope I just didn't misspeak that. <laughs> Rings of Power finale and credit song. Oh man, singer. <laughs> what a great pull! If that's true, she sings the song. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? A familiar lyric. It is Fiona Apple. Boom. <laughs> nice. Yeah, wow. she told me that, and my head almost exploded. Like, wait, what? No. Oh, but it was good. It was so good. Yeah. So anyway, the reason I brought that up is that so this whole season, now we get the three rings for the elves. Then we're going to have a season with the dwarves getting their rings and the Balrog and all that. Then we'll have a season with the nine rings for men. And then the final season will be the one forging of the one ring and the the war and all that. So I love the way they're setting this up. Um, I loved the way they did the actual crafting. Like they tried all these things to force it together and it wouldn't work. Oh, maybe we're trying too hard. And he acts as if it's like just flashes of insight coming to him, but he had been planning this the whole time. And he convinces, he convinces Celebrimbor to convince Galadriel to give up her brother's uh, dagger that has like the pure elements from, from um, Valinor. And then there's the whole face-off between when she figures out that he's not who he says he is by the water. Yeah. And the whole manipulation that he goes through, like snapping into her head as as her brother, and then look at me. And then they snap to the raft in the water. And and then he drops the line that she says in the fucking uh uh the first Lord of the Rings movie, The Fellowship of the Ring, where I, I would be as terrifying as a storm as powerful as yeah. the roots of the earth he gives her that line in that fucking flashback or in that that you know imaginary scene and that yeah. just blew my back of my head out it was god damn it yeah <laughs> the, he, the scene where they're on the raft and the the camera pans down and right. you see him in the sorrow yeah. armor and her in like as the, the armor the when she lady. has that freak out and right it's like, yeah Holy exactly. shit. God, that would be super cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the, I just loved everything in general about this finale really tied things together. I really, I wanted a little bit of the Balrog because we got that at the yeah. end of the episode before that, where they woke him up with the little leaf. But uh, right. Man, that, I can't wait for next season. It's going to be a, it's going to be a long wait, but what a time to be alive. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 So um, overall, I didn't like it. Um, no, yeah, go ahead, solid four, <laughs> solid four out of ten. Get, get a yeah. four, four side kittens. Four uh, side kittens. As finales go, this was damn near perfect. I'm not really sure what else could be added to make it better. Um, Nine point five, just for Nate. I've, I'm so proud to hear you say that about a non-Marvel property. I really am, man. <laughs> Jesus, what are you talking about? You swear to God, like I don't like other shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, just, you know me. I'm giving you crap. I know. That's um, your job. Yeah, it is. Um, anyway, yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I, no, this, uh, this, it was a, it was a very, this first season was very well crafted and just in, incredibly done, well done with, um, you know, just really setting the stones for this, for this story. So I'm just, I'm very excited moving forward. Um, 
So like Joe, where are you at with this? Uh, freeze me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Joe, I ain't going to freeze you. Um, <laughs> yeah, please me too. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Um, all right. Uh, what else? What else do we have? Uh, any any final thoughts? Uh, watch Werewolf by Night, and uh, yes. stay tuned for our next podcast. Where I'll be delving into some uh, mind flares and flesh flaying, yeah. and uh, yes. report back on that. And then there's <laughs> a there's a couple more things happening. We got a little more House of the Dragon coming up. We're going to have some yeah. new stuff on Disney Plus coming up. So, yeah, let us know what you're excited for in the comments, and we'll go from there. Yeah, and there might be a whole slew of uh, of DC news that I'm going to need to drop pretty soon because there's, there's a, lot. a lot of exciting stuff coming yeah, out right now. But we'll stuff. know more. We'll know more when, uh, when the movie hits this weekend. So, nope. anyway... Uh, what do you guys think of uh, of whatever you're watching these days? House of the Dragon, Rings of Power. Uh, what what good horror stuff are you binging over the uh, over the holiday here? Um, let us know. Let us know if there's anything else that Nate should watch. <laughs> um, because apparently i only like marvel shit <laughs> i mean at least give me disney shit <laughs> i know i know i'm giving you crap yeah. yeah um uh anyway uh let us know um we're on facebook at realm and regret uh you can find us on instagram you can find us on tiktok you can also find us on twitter at rum underscore regret joe where can they find you uh, at joe chickadee on all the socials or at joechickadee.com uh, Nate, where can they find you? Sure. Avid Gamer, AV1D Gamer on all the socials and your gaming platforms of choice. Uh, and you can find me at Crazy Drake on Facebook, Andrew Drake on Twitter. And until the next time, we have spoken. she should have said Dracaris. right burn everyone <laughs> jesus christ instacart shoppers no groceries they know that you can't make guacamole with rock hard avocados they know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find and they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart.